0: This is the J-Rad and B-Ben podcast, or show.
1: How you doing, B-Ben? Good. How How was your week? Did you have anything fun happen?
0: Yeah, we went, I went to Legoland. Oh, that's cool. Austin, had some ribs.
1: Ribs? What kind of ribs? Like, I don't know, human ribs?
0: No, pig ribs.
1: <laughs> pig ribs. <laughs> what did you do in Legoland? What was the best part of Legoland?
0: Um, I would probably say I couldn't pick just one, but my favorite one was probably the Emmett ride.
1: Oh yeah, that's a good ride. So that's your top one of them. What's your? Let's do a top three.
0: That, Lazy River, which is at the Water Park. And fire
1: department. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a good one.
0: Or Ninjago.
1: What about Austin? What was your best part of Austin?
0: I would say eating ribs and mac and
2: cheese. And you and mac and cheese.
1: Also, a lot of pools in, in my life this week. So... We were swimming at Scott and Sue's house at their pool. Their pool's awesome.
0: Yeah. Big shout out to Scott and Sue's pool. Yeah, heck yeah.
1: And then and then we were at a pool in Paso Robles. And then we were at another pool in Austin. Oh yeah not that right? So we had, like, three really nice pools. But I
0: was surprised to see lightning strips oh, yeah. and to see that the water was not burned.
1: Out. Yeah, I don't know how that works. I think that's, like, a myth that, like, lightning strikes water. I think it just strikes wherever it wants to strike.
0: Yeah, but, like, I don't understand how, like, the heat of Austin doesn't, like, make the water
1: evaporate. I don't uh, understand that. That's a good call. I, maybe they just put more water in all the time. Do you see all that equipment over there? How many cats do they have? Like 20. 19 cats.
0: 20 to be as precise.
1: That's way too many cats. That's like 20 too many cats.
0: But like, there's like 17 of them wild.
1: Yeah, isn't that crazy?
0: Yeah, they just hang around.
1: So this week, we're going to watch episodes 3 and 4, Turtle Temper, and New Friend Old Enemy. But before that, we actually got our first phone call. Did you know that, Ben? Yeah. Do you know who our phone calls from? No. Okay, we're going to surprise. So here we go. I'm going to play the call.
0: Hey, I'm Michelangelo, and this is Baby Angelo. We are both fans of the J-Ride and b bad Show. Tell them, Baby Angelo. Yes, I am the fan. I love it so much. I watched it a million times. Well, and I heard that the that the fourth episode that I'm gonna be in it. We hope to hear it from your po- next podcast. Hope we're on. We're hope we're this calls on it. Bye. Hello. So let's head into synapses. And thanks for that call from Michelangelo and Baby Angelo.
1: Excited to talk to our fans for sure. This is synopsis for episode 3 and 4 of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The four brothers are doing surveillance on a roof. The four brothers are bored and they're messing with each other and fighting just like brothers do. They're teasing Donnie about April being his girlfriend, but April's the one who told Donnie the crane were going to break into the lab across the street that they're surveillancing. Suddenly, a very slobby building resident shows up and makes Raph angry by making fun of him. Then the cranes show up and steal the mutagen, but hear the brothers fighting and come up on the roof to surprise the turtles. The brothers fight the crane, and the slobby man takes a video of the kung fu frogs.
0: At least what he
1: caught. Back in the lair, Splinter is lecturing the, the four turtles, particularly Raph, whose anger caused them to botch their mission. They're doing a practice session where the turtles shoot brother, arrows at their brother Raph, which he easily avoids. But then Splinter has them insult him and they can easily hit him with the arrows. Raph's anger is making him unfocused. Splinter tells the four turtles to get the video back using reason, not force. They find the man, and Raph asks him very nicely, but the man wants something in return. Lots of money.
0: A million to be precise.
1: Raph almost beats up the guy, and the Krang are there with a truck for some reason, and they start firing at the turtles.
0: I thought they drive at them.
1: Yeah, but like, why were they there? Why? They were just like, randomly, have you ever been to New York? I have, it's big. (laughs) The man and his phone end up in the back of the crane truck. Raph confronts him, and the crane kidnap him and the man, but eventually throw Raph out the back of the van. The truck is leaking, and the turtles follow the leak all the way to hideout. but they send Raph home because he can't control his temper. Raph goes home, is talking to his t- pet turtle, Spike, and Splinter tells him a story. He talks about when he was back in Japan, he fell in love with the woman, and another man, Orokusaki, Saki, the shredder, insulted him. And Splinter got very angry and attacked him. This caused their relationship to fester, and eventually Shredder killed Splinter's wife.
0: And but, what happened to his daughter? Daughter.
1: They haven't talked about that yet. We're not supposed to know about that. Wait, I
0: thought they did in the first. No,
1: I don't think so. Or maybe they did. They did. And Splinter's advice to Rath is you have to let anger and frustration, and when people make fun of you, flow over you like a river over stones. Uh, weird thing. At the warehouse, Donnie and Mike are fighting and making noises just like brothers, and the crane are negotiating with the Sloppy man to buy his phone.
0: Uh, they didn't buy it, they just stole from him. He was bargaining, and then they were
1: like... They fight the turtles, and one of the mutagen tanks explodes, spilling on the man who's got a spider next to him, and he becomes a giant spider. The turtles fight the spider, who can spit acid, super strong, has tons of arms and a hard shell. Mikey continues his trend of naming his enemies and calls him Spider Bites. Raph shows up. He fights the spider who continues to insult him, but the spider drops the turtles to the two floors, so it's just him and Raph. Raph thinks of a river over stones and quiets the man insulting him and fights really well. The four turtles beat the spider and destroy the phone, but the spider escapes into New York. Mikey insults Raft but then attacks
0: him. I think he still learned his lesson. That makes sense, That's where the second episode ends, and we come to oh, new friend, old enemy.
1: We open in a fighting scene where a man in metal is being attacked by the Foot Clan. It shows the Shredder after he beats the men, and the man calls him his greatest people. The Shredder calls out that Hamato Yoshi, his greatest enemy, seems to be in New York and is training ninjas.
0: You remember that last time that I what I mentioned about Shadder yeah,
2: to make him think about Splinter in
1: New York is Shredder sends the metal man with Sever, and Sever calls the metal man Rich Boy. The turtles are running across the roof in New York, and three of them jump across the roof. And then Raph careens into his brothers. You hear it crash. The turtles are ready to fight and all they run into is a kitten. They hear the owner calling for the kitten, and Mikey wants to take him back. Mikey thinks the man won't be afraid of him, but the man's terrified, and Mittens and the cat attacks Mikey. Mikey's sad he doesn't have any human friends. He sees the co- poster for Chris Bradford and wants to make friends with him. Mikey's going to meet him. The Foot Clan shows up. The Turtles are surprised to see ninjas in New York. The Metal Man shows up and kicks the butt of the Turtles.
0: Oh yeah, and Donatello says, Ninjas in New York? When they're clearly ninjas in New York. How does that make
1: any sense? And these are much better fighters than anyone the turtles have ever faced. So suddenly, the police silence blare, and everyone scatters.
2: Leo, Leo, Leo.
1: Back in the lair, Leo is complaining that it wasn't a fair fight. Splinter trips him and pins him on the floor and asks him if that was fair. And Leo says no, but Splinter says, I won, right?
0: Yes, and then he says, Seek victory, not fairness.
1: That's true, but Leo seems a little unsure. Mikey is still obsessed with Chris Bradford. April's hanging out with the turtles and talks about a social media site where Mikey can be his friend. Chris Bradford accepts Mikey's friend request.
0: Immediately, I'm okay.
1: And Mikey stalks Chris Bradford and is attacked by him, but Chris seems happy to meet him. Donnie and Leo are talking about the Foot Clan, and Donnie mentions their approach doesn't seem fair and Leo parrots splinters. It's not about being fair. Mikey goes back to see Chris Bradford, who seems exhausted to see him, but pretends to be excited. Chris asks a lot of questions about Mikey and his brothers. He wants to learn more.
0: And then Michelangelo goes, I named all three of my toes!
1: Chris shows Mikey a secret kata, the Death Dragon. Mikey promises not to tell anyone, but then immediately shows his brothers.
0: As soon as they get back to where not immediately, because we don't know how long it took to-
1: Chris pings Mikey on social media, and Mikey leaves to go hang out, and that's where we find out that Chris Bradford is the metal man from the beginning of the show.
2: EVOG Yeet!
1: The Turtles are practicing the Death Dragon, and Splinter has a flashback to fighting the Shredder. Then the other three brothers and Splinter figure out that Chris Bradford was trained by the Shredder. Chris and Sever fight Mikey when he shows up and then tie him up. The Turtles break into the dojo and take out the Foot Clan silently. Chris and the Foot Clan go into the sewers and are trying to find the Turtles' home, but then are secretly attacked by the Turtles. It's their best ninja effort ever.
0: I missed that part.
1: Sever, Chris, and the Turtles fight. The Turtles have clearly been practicing fighting as a team. They have some cool new moves and where they get to combo together and have a really good plan to take out Chris and Sever. Mikey beats up Chris, then they open up the water and wash away Chris and Sever. Back in the lair, the turtles are celebrating, but Splinter is worried they're celebrating too soon. Shredder knows Splinter is alive and also knows about the turtles. It's just the beginning, he says. Mikey is sad. He wonders if he could ever be friends with a human. Raph says Mikey's a really awesome guy and encourages Mikey.
0: And then, Mikey's revenge on friend and Chris Bradford. Yeah.
1: Another two great episodes. I really like the Mikey episode. So let's do some questions and discussions. Uh, from last week, there was something that you noticed that I didn't notice. So in episode one, when Splinter and the turtles get covered with mutagen, who's holding the mutagen container? Craig. I had no idea I did not notice that last time. So did you
0: not notice the you are not allowed to be in this place that you are in now I
1: did not notice that so I thought that was a good observation. It tells you that the crane have been working on this mutagen stuff for at least 20 years. What are you? Okay how old are the turtles well, I guess they're like 15. 15 they're like years.
0: 20 15 well, they're, they're teenage so like probably 13.
1: So we've got a new enemy this week, the spider guy. Have we figured out yet how the mutagen works? So the way the way it worked back in the 90s was if you were a human, whatever you were touching, you became partially that. But if you were an animal, you just became a human version of that animal. So the turtles were turtles. They got mutagen. They became human turtles. Splinter was a human. He touched a rat, became a rat-sized human.
0: Oh, because that was the last thing touched, except for glass, because that would have been like... Oh, I'm a glass human now because that wouldn't make any sense. I
1: thought he might turn into a spider with a cell phone and a man been like an electronic spider, but he...
0: I would have been I would have been like is he going to turn into a robot spider? Yeah.
1: And then the snake, the weed guy from last time, he must have been touching a dandelion or something like he that. He
0: wasn't touching anything. The whole floor was metal.
1: No, he was outside. It was on the cement. And there must have been a dandelion in that little crack that they showed.
0: Must have been like a dandelion, like,
1: ugh. One of the cool things from this episode was the voice of the Sloppy Man is one of Daddy's favorite comedians. Who, you
0: know?
1: His name is Lewis Black.
0: Sloppy Man.
1: <laughs> the Sloppy Man. That's what I'm going to call him. Do you want me to play you one of his clips? Yeah. Okay. When from behind me, a young woman of 25 uttered the dumbest thing I'd ever heard in my life. That,
2: that was until the next year when Dan Quayle was elected the vice president and things took a turn. Yeet.
1: <laughs> she said if it weren't for my horse, I wouldn't have spent that year in college. I'll repeat that. I'll repeat that because that's the kind of sentence when you hear it, your brain comes to a screeching halt. (laughs) And the left-hand side of the brain looks
0: at the right-hand side of the brain and goes, it's dark in here. That's funny. (laughs) (laughs) Yeet!
1: Okay, in episode three, the brothers are fighting a lot. I don't have a brother, but you do. Why do you think brothers fight so much?
0: They have problems.
1: (laughs) Say more. What does that mean?
0: That means, like, they punch... One, another one wants to get revenge.
1: Yeah, why is that? I don't know. You don't know.
0: <laughs> I actually don't know. i just like, I want
1: revenge! So it's just about revenge, nothing else?
0: Nothing else.
1: What, in general, then makes you mad? And how do you calm down when you're upset? I can tell you me, like, I get frustrated when like when I'm late or when plans don't go the way I want them to and then the way I calm down is if I'm really upset I'll go like for a walk or a drive or a bike ride um or I'll just take a few deep breaths and kind of just walk away from the situation how about you
0: man drive I would drive in a parking lot You cannot
1: drive in a parking lot
0: I can now <laughs> no
1: but Hattie, what makes you mad
0: um James technically hate me for no reason
1: mm-hmm and how do you calm down?
0: Uh, walk, go for a drive with mom, learn how to drive. What? I can't...
1: You can't do that when you're at school. What do you do when you're at school and you get upset?
0: Uh, I just walk away.
1: Okay. That's not a bad way to do it. I liked. Uh, what do I always say? Be...
0: Patient.
1: That's right. That's part of it. You know, when, when Splinter says, let the insults flow over you... Wash over you like a river over a stone. That's what I think. It's about being patient.
0: Oh, yeah. And he, I think he also meant that literally. <laughs> like a person just dumped tons of water at you and like you're covered with rocks. Interesting. That should be a reason. <laughs>
1: In the second mm-hmm. episode, there's this guy named Chris Bradford. He's modeled after a guy named Chuck Norris. Do you know who Chuck Norris is? No. Chuck Norris is, like, the coolest guy ever. Here's what he looks like. Really? Right?
0: Old smooth is cool.
1: No, this is what he looks like. That's an old picture of him. <clears throat> he does kung fu, and he's, he fought, like, Bruce Lee. Like, he's really good. Who's and, Bruce Lee? Uh, another. Oh, er,
2: Bruce Lee?
1: Mm-hmm. And so there's all these sayings about Chuck Norris, how he's, like, the toughest person that ever lived. Can I read you some of them? You see if they're funny? Yeah. Chuck Norris does not sleep. He waits.
0: Aiden brags about that.
1: The chief export of Chuck Norris is pain.
0: Does anyone understand this? I don't.
1: Chuck Norris can dribble a bowling ball.
0: What? First of all, that would break the ground. Second of all, that's not possible.
1: Chuck Norris counted to infinity twice.
0: Impossible. You could be like, one, skip a few, infinity, blah.
1: Chuck Norris stands faster than anyone can run. No. Chuck Norris can slime revolving doors. Why not? the dark is afraid of Chuck Norris. No. Chuck Norris can drown a fish.
2: What? That doesn't make any sense.
1: Chuck Norris once had a heart attack. His his heart lost.
2: What?
1: When Chuck Norris enters a room, he doesn't turn the lights on. He turns the dark off. What? Chuck Norris can tie his shoes with his feet. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that just sounds ridiculous.
1: Chuck Norris once kicked a horse in the chin. Its descendants are now known as giraffes.
0: What? What? I don't understand how that's logic.
1: Chuck Norris can cook rice in 30 seconds.
0: Not possible.
1: Chuck Norris's belly button is actually a power outlet.
0: <laughs>
1: Chuck Norris can start a fire with an ice cube. Uh,
0: that is possible. Lighter! Ice cube! Yeah!
1: Chuck Norris doesn't breathe. He holds air hostage.
0: That's technically the same thing.
1: Chuck Norris can clap with one hand. I can. Chuck Norris (laughs) doesn't need to shave. His beard is scared to grow.
0: What? (laughs) His beard is not scared to grow. His beard's old. Old, I say. Old.
1: Okay, okay. Number, episode four was about friendship. Who's your best friend?
0: Teo Roman!
1: How, what makes him your best friend?
0: Teo met him a long time ago. Common stuff. I don't know how it works.
1: How do you make new friends? Mm-hmm. Do you have any ideas on how do you make new friends? You just kind of show up?
0: Show up, do stuff, yeah. Depends on the friend.
1: Okay, say more.
0: Like talk about stuff on the internet, playing cards, like that stuff, everything else category.
1: I think you're right. It's about having things in common, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Okay, what else do you want to talk about?
0: Minecraft Minute!
1: (laughs) Okay. Now, we're going to do our weekly segment, the Minecraft Minute and the Cooking Minute.
0: I'm setting up a timer. One minute starting now. Okay, If you want to learn how to defend your base, you need simple stuff. From mobs, you need, like, mango bushes. And the other one, and the, like, those solve your mob problem. If you want a villager infiltrate, like, if you don't want villagers to infiltrate, put, like, fences, like, two layers of fences, they can't open those. I don't understand how pigs get and horses get in there though, but if you really want OP trades, you need to splash a potion to cure. You have to cure five. You have to cure zombie village, a zombie villager five times to get OP trades. How you do that is splash a weakness and feed them a, a, a golden apple. I think that's all I can do. But if you want to make a secret base, use a redstone door. And it's been time.
1: Okay, now we're going to do a cooking show in a minute. Three, two, one, go. Okay, last time I talked about the grapefruit truck race. Yeah. The Senoritas one, the plant based, the vegan taco place. Yeah, I don't know. I would have picked mac and cheese personally. Mac and cheese! And then I've been re-watching The Worst Cooks in America, Celebrity Edition. I totally remember that Carson Kressley, like, won it, but he didn't. He, he got eliminated really early, but I thought he should have won. How about,
0: well, shall we be watching it together?
1: Which one's that?
2: The
1: building thing. Oh, yeah, and then I've been watching uh build this block. It's about uh two gentlemen, they are I think they're married, they're at least a couple, and they buy homes for cheap and rehab them in Detroit. And that show is great. And then B Ben and I were talking about how we would rehab a home if we if we did that. Yeah. Do you want to tell like what have been our plans? Oh what have been our plans like if we were to remodel a home and flip it, what would we do?
0: Tech, all tech, Like even the staircase tech.
1: What do you mean staircase deck?
0: Like, there's, like, this mobile thing that goes up and down without electricity.
1: You mean an escalator?
0: No. You
1: mean an elevator?
0: No. There's, like, this thing you sit on that goes up the... Oh, you
1: mean the old people mover? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Where did you see one of those?
0: It's on an ad.
1: Yeah, I bet it was. (laughs) With a standing bathtub. (laughs) (laughs) That opens the (laughs) floor. What? That is meant for people who can't climb the stairs. Not for you being lazy. (laughs) (laughs) It is now. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Okay, now it's time for an audience question. This one is from Sue in San Jose. If you had to write a book... What would your book be about?
2: James, you go first. Uh my my comic book would be it would be Sonic collecting the Tendon moods to be future Sonic.
1: Okay, what about you, B Ben?
2: I
0: would write I'm writing a book about Stickman, so I would probably write like Stickman too. What's Stickman? Stickman's tackling those little figures that move around. Go check out Alan Becker. He makes the coolest animations. Okay. And
1: it's nuts. I would write... There's two books I've thought about writing. One is a book called Finance Guy with a Heart about being a good leader, even if you're a finance person who typically doesn't think as much about people and more about numbers. And then the second one is like a time-traveling, like... Bible-based book. I had a really good idea for that, that my writing teacher really liked. So, maybe I'll do that someday.
0: I actually made a time travel
1: movie. Oh, that's right. I didn't know it was a time travel movie. It was just a movie, I thought.
0: It was a three-minute time travel movie to the Minecraft future!
1: Nice. So, <laughs> the future is that the world becomes like Minecraft?
0: Yeah, that, oh. we had Minecraft as an idea, so we just...
1: How was your week, JJ James?
0: My game was good! What?
1: Okay, thank you for joining us, JJ James, for the audience questions. Please send any of your audience questions straight to Rad through his email.
0: Using his email. Losing his butt! How dare you! Okay, let's wrap it up.
1: That was another great show. I think we'll be back next week with episodes five and six. And special surprise, if you stay afterwards, you'll get to hear the Ninja Fighting Minute from Ninja James. Thanks for joining us, everyone. We'll see you next week. See y'all.
0: Now to J.J. James.
2: Hello. Today's ninja training would be about its first, by the way. Basics of training of fighting. So, if you want to be a ninja, you have to start to the basics. And then the extremely hard one. If you want to start with the basics, the basics is punching, kicking... Going spin, spin dash, going fast, zooming, going as white and fast as a Super Ninja. That's all today, folks. That's all for today, Toe Folks.
1: Today's podcast is brought to you by the letter A for Baby Angelo, our new favorite fan.
2: Breathe. Ye- that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even say it. You got it that. It tickles my pun.